0: Hello friends, welcome to the Angels and Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. If you love this podcast, please be our angel. Ask a friend to listen, subscribe, rate us five stars, leave a positive review, and share a screenshot of this podcast on your Facebook or Instagram stories. So my dad passed away in 2015. We weren't talking and it took a month for his family to track me down. Before I ever knew he was gone, I started hearing from him in heaven. It consumed me. How is communication with the other side even possible? I left my corporate gig, studied with spiritual teachers on every coast and worked with my angels to figure out the answers. Today, my mission is teaching you how to raise your vibration Shift your thoughts, trust your intuition, develop your unique spiritual gifts, and connect with your loved ones and angels on the other side. Friends, when you have these tools, life really does become heaven on earth. Friends, I am so excited about today's episode. Today, we have on Michelle Humphrey. She is a leading expert on business growth and development specifically for conscious business owners. And today, we are really focusing on the map of consciousness. A lot of times, we think of spiritual awakening as the event, right? Spiritual awakening happens and then voila, we are living in this perfectness of being. But the event of spiritual awakening is just the beginning. It is where we start living in high vibration. My friends, it is the work that we have to do that allows us to grow, to go deeper within and to keep expanding our consciousness to reach higher and higher vibrations. And as you're going to see today, that work doing this is not just for ourselves. It's really to help humanity and to be a tuning fork, a high vibrational tuning fork that lifts people within your household, within your business, within all things that you reach within your life, within your community, your city, your state, to lift other people around you upwards within their vibration as well. And so today we're talking about this as a shift that is happening and how together, collectively, this is how we're going to lift humanity into a place of more peace. So back to Michelle, she is phenomenal. She has been a business coach for over 20 years and has helped thousands of business owners around the world experience rapid growth and prosperity. Michelle is the creator of the powerful life-changing More Money Less Work program and the Financial Stress Eliminator Blueprint. Michelle is a co-star in the personal development film Pass It On and a number one best-selling author in the series Wake Up and live the life you love. Friends, I am so excited for you to experience all that Michelle has to offer. She and I just had the best conversation. Now let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jansis, and today we're here with Michelle. Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Oh my goodness. I'm so honored to be here. Well, today we are talking about consciousness and the work of David Hawkins. And uh, Michelle, before we get started, was there anything that you wanted to add to that introduction that uh, we said at the beginning, or is there anything else you want the listeners to know? Just the work of Dr. David Hawkins has massively
1: influenced the quality of my life, and I've really built a large part of my business honoring his work. And I'm thrilled to be You know, diving into this topic of consciousness and helping people to understand what consciousness is and how to raise their consciousness and use this in their own personal and work life. So, just again, honored to be here.
0: Yes, definitely. Well, thank you. So, for those who don't know, David Hawkins, Dr. David Hawkins, created a system by which you can really muscle test and find the different vibrational frequencies of emotions, he found that the lowest vibrational emotion that is, is shame. And Michelle, you use this all the time in your business coaching. Talk to us about that. Yeah.
1: So the map of consciousness, I like to refer to it as the treasure map for honestly anybody's life. And in short, just as Julie said, shame is literally that shame blame energy we can get stuck in such these low vibrations and just feel like oh we can't even get out of bed right because you get just so stuck and the the energies around that are like humiliation you want to remove yourself from people and society your your life view becomes miserable your god view is like a despising like oh my god like just not loving god in any way in those low energies but here's what's great the map goes from shame and blame, super low energies, all the way up into enlightenment. And enlightenment is this energy of really what we're all called to be, whether you you're consciously aware of it or not. We're meant to think of it this way. We're meant to live in the light, enlightenment, right? Because we all like to be lit up. We all like to do the things that expand us and. Bring out the best in us and be the best versions of ourselves, and we don't know necessarily always know how to do that. But in the highest level, what happens is there's an awareness. You live in what's called pure consciousness, and all consciousness is is your ability to be aware of of truth. Right. So think of someone who's unconscious, maybe you know passed out, mm, you know even drunk, fault fell down type of thing. Right. They're completely unconscious. They have zero awareness right? And someone who's rising up in consciousness, they become more aware. Well, someone who's fully consciousness enlightened, if you will, has pure awareness, pure self-consciousness on the way truthfully God has designed our lives. And there's this energy of Everything just is. It's not a good or a bad. It's not a right or a wrong. It just is. And you sense the perfection. You sense the beauty. You sense the goodness, honestly, in everything. And truth be told, when you're in these levels, you see the God in everything. You you feel and sense the God within yourself and you live from, if you will, that, that God self that we all really are. And it it's like beyond blissful. It's this you're so fully connected to the present moment. And there's a perfection that just emanates from everything in those energies. And here's what I'm I'm here to share. You know, 20 years as a business coach and helping people to raise their levels of consciousness. We all have these moments, right? You've all had moments of being enlightened, but the thing is, it doesn't last very long. And what I've done through the years is just help people to have peak experiences where they're setting up their business, they're setting up their lives in ways that they love it, in ways that they can sustain these love and above energies, love, joy, peace, and enlightenment. The more that we can live in these love and above energies, the more that we can Enjoy our lives. And I have an expression, the better we feel, the better our life works because we live in alignment with the universal energies. We live in that flow, if you will, and life works so much better. So yeah, the map of consciousness is the work of Dr. David Hawkins. If you haven't heard him, he's, you know, just an author of many, many great books. The first one was Power Versus Force. And he really goes on to, to share the, the benefits, if you will, of living in these feel-good energies, these higher vibrations. And then there's a whole map. So as Julie said, the lowest is kind of shame and you get into blame, but the highest is enlightenment. And there's every level in the middle to help you see where you are on the map and get you to where you want to go.
0: So for those who are listening right now, who are like, okay, I want to find out where am I on this level? Uh, Where am I on this map? How would they test themselves to find out? A couple ways, if you know muscle testing, you can certainly do that.
1: You would start with probably somewhere in the middle, right? The, The map goes from zero up to a thousand. The average person though, I will say in America, in this country, is somewhere in the high 200s to low to mid 300s on average. The Just because of the lifestyle, just because of the belief systems, just because of the average mass consciousness, right? Our overall country is actually quite high on the map of consciousness. Like third world countries, most of them will come in under 150 on the map. And 150 is a, I'll say start with 125. 125 is this, he calls it the level of desire, which might actually sound like a good energy. But if you're constantly thinking about this, like wanting and needing and craving, you know, more money, food, a better lifestyle, third world countries, really, most of them are in that that low 100, right? And as you come up, there's this, oh, a lot of aggression and a lot of, you know, frustration and anger for where people live, right? And you don't really get up until these feel good energies until the level of 200 and the level of 200 is the level of courage and courage is that, wait a second, maybe my life can be different. Maybe I can, you know, be a leader. Maybe I can step into leading a a group of people or leading a my family or even a nation into a better life and a lifestyle. So you really don't start to see people in the 200s until there's a moving forward energy. You get into more of what's called the power versus the force. And 250 just to give you an idea is when people are, you know, they're kind of neutral. Their their life view is like, yeah, it's satisfactory, it's all good and you look around, there's a lot of people in our country who live like that. They're okay with the status quo. They're okay with you know, getting a paycheck, you know, week after week. And, you know, this is my my little bit of money that I get to do this with. And, you know, they live a, a pretty okay life. But it's the people now who start getting up into like the 300s. At 310, it's the level of willingness. And willingness is that there's a new sense of optimism. It's the it's the person who perhaps wants to go to college or start their own business, and you know they really believe that they can have a better life and a lifestyle from what, where they came. And there's a willingness to go for it. They get very intentional. There's a oh my goodness, they're inspired. There's something that's moving on the inside of them, and I like to call that 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 spirit is waking up. That they're meant to be more than what they've been being. They're called to be more. So willingness, and I mentioned this to Julie before we even jumped on the line, I won't even work with a client unless I can muscle test them. They're at a level of willingness. And I want you to sense, Like, do you feel that for you? If, do you have a willingness to be better? Do you have a willingness to learn and to grow and to step into being more of who you are? Because if you have that, there's a good chance you're at at least a 310. And then the next level, which is, again, a good chunk of where a lot of our country is, is between that willingness and acceptance. 350 is the level of acceptance. And what happens at 350 that's so beautiful, it's this, you have more than just a willingness, you have this acceptance and knowingness that you can be better and you are a creator. And there's this knowingness that you can transcend what your past has been, what your history has been. You get to this point, like it doesn't even matter what has happened to you, where you've come from, what your background is, what your family has achieved, that you can go beyond that. And yes, we could be talking about money, but your level of happiness, your level of health to create, hey, healthy, loving, joyous, connected relationships. So much happens at that level of 350. And then it it really just keeps going up. Level 400 is the next main level that talks, the map of consciousness speaks to, and that's that level of reason. And I will say upfront, and Dr. David Hawkins has also called the level of reason this it it can become a trap for some people because you you start to realize and own that you can you can create a meaningful life, and you start to understand different ideas and systems and people who could be role models. But if you if you don't get out of your own head, if you don't get out of that how. To pattern, right? How to means like you're constantly in this. Well, how is this going to work out? How am I going to figure this out? How am I going to get myself from point A to point B? If you don't get out of your head, that's the trap. What gets you to the the next level, which is the level of love, that's what I speak about, love and above, living in these higher vibrations. If you don't drop out of your head and get into your heart, you're going to get stuck there in how patterns. But once you get into love and you're loving, your life. You're loving what you're doing. You're setting up everything that in my language, lights you up, expands who you are. You're setting a new standard to do the things that you really want to do versus what you need to, have to, should, or supposed to, which is the way most people build their lives on those have to, needs tos, shoulds, and supposed tos. But no, you realize I get to do the things that I love and I get to do more of them and set up my life and my business and my lifestyle and relationships and my body and my finances from love then that's where your life gets really good. You become a loving person at a whole new level. There's this revelation of people are beautiful. They're awesome. They're incredible because you love your own life. And as you continue to go up the map, it it just gets better because there's joy above that, which is a level of unconditional love. To love so consistently and so deeply and not hold back your love or not play this I'll love you if you love me game. No, we, we get to love with all of our hearts and just be love period. And then from there you enter into peace. And peace is just oh it's it's like this the stillness of you could be in the eye of the storm, regardless of what's going on, you're at peace and you're on a solid foundation and you really get and you know who you really are. And then above that, again, is the the levels of enlightenment that you get to live in the light and your heart's fully open, you're expanded, you've become what's called, in many people call it, fully awake, self-realized that you're living the life that you've been put on this planet to live and your, your life works at you know, in incredibly wonderful and beautiful ways on all levels, spiritually, emotionally, financially, relationships, your health, everything, right? So there, there's no downside to working on to raise your level of consciousness.
0: That was the most beautiful description of all the different levels. I love that. Thank you, Michelle. No, you're so welcome. So for those who don't know what muscle testing is, if you go into a chiropractor if you've ever been and they push on the hand, you like straighten out your hand, they're pushing on it and they're seeing if it's going to go down. I've seen muscle testing done in so many different ways. You can self muscle test in many different uh-huh. ways. There's also the sway test where you can stand up and down, sway forward, sway backwards. Uh-huh. I've got um I've got tennis elbow. So I prefer this way test. What do you prefer and what do you recommend? So
1: just to even back up for a second here people are like muscle testing like what are they talking about So muscle testing just think of it as it's training wheels for your intuition. We all have an internal guidance system where there's that if you will, that small still voice that speaks to us and most people have at least at moments in their life, have tuned in and realized that there is something, if you will, communicating with you, call that God, light, source, energy, however you sense it. But as you, if you will, just be still and you tune into that, that's intuition. And you can muscle test Anything, truly. Because you can muscle test things against a yes or no question. So I could go to a health food store and muscle test. I could hold a supplement up to my body and ask, is this supplement optimal for my body? And if it is, I'll sway forward as a yes. If it's not, I will literally sway back and get a no. It's, it's a way of tuning into your own internal guidance system when you don't know something consciously. So you could do that with food. You could do that with, oh, is this an optimal place you know, for me to visit right now? And I will say, I, I've been teaching muscle testing for a decade and a half, so coming close to 15 years. That some people are just a little sloppy with it. I'll say it that way. There's many ways to fine-tune your muscle testing and learn cross-checking and making sure that you are asking, or you don't ask, you tune into statements versus asking questions. So there's all these kind of fine-tunes and you really got to make sure that your energy is what's called zipped up and you're in, in the present to get accurate answers. But to tune into how do people use muscle testing with emotions Right. And, you know, where am I on the map of consciousness? As an example, you can say, okay, I'm, first of all, you got to be in muscle checking rapport. You got to really make sure that you can trust that you're getting accurate answers. And if not, we got to clean up some trust issues inside of yourself. If you're not getting accurate answers, muscle testing doesn't work in, unless you're above a level of the map of, of 200. You got to be in a, a light energy versus a Like an anger or a downward spiral, low energy. But once you are and you're in muscle checking rapport and you can really discern that, yes, you can get accurate answers, the simplest way to do this is a statement. I am currently resonating over, you know, 250. This is true, right? And then you can, as Julie was saying, you can if that's the case, you can tune into your body. If you're standing up, you could sway forward. If you're using two people, one person can put out their arm, and it's typically right over like your wrist, and it's a very light pressure. And if you're resonating over, in this case, 250, your arm will stay straight. If it's not, it'll go down. That's the one that most people know. I personally use a one-handed muscle testing. I, I can use just two fingers, and I can discern um, if if I'm a yes my fingers like stay together, and I know we're not on video, but uh, th- there's a way that they stay together, and if it's a no, they slip apart. So, a yes is they stay together. A no is they slip apart. And you can discern and ask really anything. So I'm resonating over 250. Yes. I'm resonating over 280. Yes. I'm resonating over 350. Yes. right. And you would just keep going to where, like say someone says, I'm resonating over 350. Yes, but I'm resonating over 360 and they get a no. Oh, so now you know you're reached somewhere between 350 and 360. And then you just play with it. I'm resonating over 355. Yes, I'm resonating over 358. No. Then you come back. I'm resonating over 357. No, I'm 356 exactly. Yes. Right? And then that's how you just play with it to get exactly where you are. But again, you know, I've been teaching this for a <laughs> decade and a half. The The number one thing if you're using muscle testing is not to Be sloppy with it. There's ways to cross check there. You really want to tune into that you can trust yourself. And a lot of people have problems with muscle testing up front because they have trust issues, right? They don't trust themselves. They don't know how to be in tune with that inner voice, that inner guidance. And that is the first part and the main foundation. And if you're wanting to learn it more, you know, happy to help walk either some people through that. There's also online resources. There's many different ways, but uh, a lot of people put it out there and they don't really talk about
0: (laughs) the the details. So
1: I just, go ahead.
0: Well, let's go back through a couple of those details. So when you talk about zipping up your energy, what does that mean to you? Okay so we have a chakra line that
1: goes up and down our body it goes from the base of uh, the base of it is between our legs the root chakra and there's chakra energy points that move all the way up through you know our solar plexus, our heart our third eye our crown chakra seven different points within the body and depending on who you speak to another one or two outside of the body so what you do is doesn't matter take your left hand take your right hand you start from the root chakra and you just run your hand up your chakra line all the way up you know beyond the, 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 your head right and it's just literally like zipping it up Right, and you feel it. And when you're working with somebody, especially, they can muscle test. Like, okay, you're you're on for muscle testing, right? You you literally will feel a strength. I often just zip up people's energies without them even knowing about it, right? I I have a nine year old. I've I've taught him to do that. Like, you know, especially prior to taking an exam or, you know, walking into, you know, a new setting. I'm like, baby, like zip up your energy. And then another thing that I teach him is your thymus gland, which is more like in the little bit lower than the center of your throat, like going more towards like your collarbone and like between your heart and like, just call it that collarbone kind of like where Tarzan would, you know, hit his chest. You can literally wake up that thymus gland and you can just, you know, a couple times like Tarzan kind of will like, you know, bang on your chest. So you zip up your energy and you, you kind of wake up your thymus gland there and you'll feel you can shift your energy. Uh, another great thing, and I'll give you just one last thing: we have all these meridian points like all over our bodies. You know, Chinese acupuncturists n- know these incredibly well. But just something like, especially if you're feeling off and you're not feeling grounded, you can take right around your ears. You can do one ear at a time, or even both together, and just the the flap or like around the top part of your ear to just like roll it back, to open it, to massage it, to go all the way around your ears and even, you know, massage like the, the your ear lobes, like where, you know, women would put on earrings. Just go all the way around your ear, just unrolling it, massaging it. That'll so ground you. I, I've multiple times I've traveled to different countries. Actually last week I was just in Puerto Rico and you know sometimes you can get it like a little spacey you're traveling through the night you're on red eye flight you're landing at 5 in the morning but you know in california that's 1 a.m. and then you know people are starting their day and you're like oh kind of missed last night's sleep right and i do just a handful of these things of zipping up my energy pounding on my thymus gland unrolling my ears personally i will go up get out of my head connect with universal source energy like god bring in the power, bring in this, this new fresh energy. And I can literally reset myself to be present in that moment and not get all caught up in my head about like, oh, you know, didn't get whatever, a full night's sleep or didn't, you know, whatever story. And it's like, nope, you just jump right back to the present moment to to really be in a great present present space. And I, it, like I said, I just did this last week, had a great day and, you know, went to bed at, you know, Twelve o'clock midnight Puerto Rico time woke up. You know, and just was on Puerto Rico's clock. And there's just ways that we could do that with anything, right? You're you're feeling off in life with a relationship or your business or something, and man, you learn to like ground your energy, reset your energy, if you will, and you can you can show up present to anything. Is really the the miraculous, (laughs) powerful reasons to do it.
0: That's so wonderful. So, I'm wondering one other question too. When you talked about cross checking, what tools do you use to cross check the information that's coming back to you?
1: So, it's it, their questions. With muscle testing, you can use like a statement, this is most optimal, and you might get a yes, right? But then a cross check would be, there's something even better, right? And you could get a yes to that too. So, this is optimal, this is most optimal, but right, you, you didn't, put in, oh, well, what about this option? And then the cross-check opens it up to there's something even better. And if you get a yes, then it's, okay, let's go there. Then what's even better, right? So a lot of people will use muscle testing and where they're messing it up is they're not asking statements. They're saying, well, they're asking a question saying, is this a good idea? That, that's never going to give you a great answer. There, there's too many options. Is this a good idea? Is what this part of it, is the whole thing, is this timing, right? Like You've got to discern and be more exact. So cross-checking is multiple questions, or actually, excuse me, multiple statements. We're never using questions, multiple statements to make sure that you are getting the most optimal answer. I'll give you an example. When I was very first learning muscle testing, I was muscle testing everything, you know, the food that I was eating and you know, the optimal time to go to bed and you know what I was doing with my day. And I I was out with some people and I I was muscle testing, okay, this is optimal, and you know, either pointing to it or holding whatever it was in my mind. And then at the end of this meal, everyone, you know, was served a piece of cheesecake. This piece of cheesecake is optimal for me to eat, and I got a yes. And I was like, wow, like that was almost shocking. Like, really? It's optimal. And, but as I played with it, I kept cross checking it. And then I said, well, eating this whole piece of cheesecake is optimal. And I got a no. Okay. Eating at least one bite of this cheesecake is optimal, right? True or false? And I got, yes. Eating at least two bites of this cheesecake is optimal. I got, yes. Eating at least three bites of this cheesecake. is optimal, right? And then you kind of go, this is true, this is optimal, right? So you're you're ending on a a statement. And I got no. So what it discerned and what it came out to was taking two bites of the cheesecake was optimal, but it wasn't eating the whole thing. Whereas too many people will stop, oh, eating this cheesecake is optimal. Oh, I I, I got strong. And they just devour the whole thing. And really, it wasn't optimal. So you want to fine tune it where is eating the whole thing optimal? No, is eating a couple bites. Yes it was. And you know, afterwards as I had meditated on it, it was this it had looked so good and I part of me really had wanted it and what made it optimal was I didn't deny myself, right? But I found the real sweet spot of what was optimal by two
0: bites. Does that make sense? Absolutely it does. And that's such great information for people to have. I mean, we've really gone through muscle testing, how it works, all of the different tools that you use. And so let us know over on Instagram or Facebook, if you have other questions with this, but definitely try it for yourself and let us know over there how it goes. What I'm wondering too, is what principles do you use every day that you learned from David Hawkins?
1: Ooh, well, you know, I started a club and it's called Love and Above. And I mean, I would say that's one of the key principles. I really understood from his work that the higher we go up on this map of consciousness and the real, if you will, where life really begins is the level of love. And on the map, it's, it's the level of 500. And I was committed to getting there for myself. When I first got introduced to his work, I mean, I didn't know muscle testing. I didn't even know you could measure you know, where you were on the map or anything. And But I knew I wasn't living at a level of love on a consistent basis. I'd have moments of it, but I wanted to live there consistently. And the biggest reason is, and I could tell you on the book that I had on page 236, right? And it was this chart that he had put out that one person living at a level of consciousness of love Literally helps to counterbalance the energies of 750,000 people living below the level of 200, which is that level of courage, those downward spirals. And I just thought, oh my gosh, like if my one life can benefit that many people. And then as it went up, it was this, oh my gosh, like the higher I go up in consciousness, the the, the more people I can help, and then you get up into these levels of enlightenment, and it's like one person who lives at the level of seven hundred, which is that first level of enlightenment there's there's multiple levels of enlightenment it goes from seven hundred to a thousand. But that first level helps to ca- one person at that level of consciousness, enlightenment seven hundred, helps to counterbalance the energies of ten million people or more living below. 200 and I just thought, oh my God, that is the purpose of my life, right? Like I meant to live in the light. I've got to get up here into these levels of consciousness. And it took me, I remember saying to myself, if this takes me, you know, one week, one year, 10 years, it didn't matter. And it probably took me closer to 14 years to get up into the level of, of over 700. And it didn't matter, right? It was just this, I've, I've helped multiple people now get over the level of 700. We have enlightenment, you know, a, a club and people who are doing that. And there I've watched their lives transform in such profound and huge ways on everything. Right. I mean, people who had, you know, money problems who don't have any mo- money problems and like money flows to them from all like the health problems that, people have in these lower levels of consciousness, relationship problems. All your problems, every single person's problem or issues in life is because they're just living in low levels of consciousness. They're living in their own made-up stories. As an example, so many people have a story that money is hard to make. That is a false story. It's not based in truth. It's not the way God designed it. I understand that you may have experiences that you, that have led you to believe that money is hard to make, but as you Understand, it's not based in truth. That was never God's will for your life. And as we move through these stories and these limitations and the lack and the, you know, suffering stories that many people have, and you open up to to feel who you really are, and you open up into the light and to source energy, and you realize the story isn't true. That I am meant to live in abundance. I'm called to be in abundance. I'm called to literally have the money to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And you don't just do it in your head. You you feel it in your whole being. You you feel it from who you were called to be. And it it dissolves these these stories of lack, limitation, sacrifice, all this stuff. And here's the great thing they fall away and when you're not you don't carry that in your vibration, your life has to work. So I've watched people who've been struggling in every area of their life and as they've raised their level of consciousness, they they have a life that they love. They have the money to do what they want to do when they want to do it. Their health, their energy, their vi- vitality is great. They 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 have great joyous, loving, connected, heart centered relationships. So it it benefits every area of their life. So it's there's no downside. And like I said, the principles that I, I picked up from Dr. David Hawkins is you know I call it the treasure map of life. You want to have a great life, you got to raise your level of consciousness. And he gives you the the milestones of what each level looks like and you can like work with somebody like me a coach to help raise the level of consciousness or you know even just in your own prayer and meditation of like god like that so spoke to my heart right help me to become that person lead me guide me show me to become this person that you're calling me to be and i'm here to say stay the course stay the path you you might have more stories and beliefs and limitations holding you back than you think because I certainly did and it you know it took me 14 years to really go from I was in the low 300s I started off at 326 and you know almost 14 years to come up past 700 and now beyond and it's it's worth every step right and this wasn't my focus day in and day out but it it was a very big intention for me and I'm beyond grateful that I stayed focused and I found people who. Could help me get me to where I want to go, and in many ways, that's you know a huge reason why I'm a coach and do what I do for others.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that, and that's so much of the work that we're all doing as healers, right? To really yes. this vibration because you know, spirit comes in with these different messages, and sometimes. Part of a person's purpose here is to just hold the vibration as you were talking about before, because as you hold that vibration, you are having that impact on people you don't know around the world, which I think is such a clear example, not just through David Hawkins, but if you've ever heard of Eckhart Tolle, he's just such a powerful tuning fork, right? Of just holding that vibration for other people. So. What I do, too, and and what you're talking about is that as people spiritually awaken, I think this is the disconnect sometimes that when they're awakening spiritually, they believe, okay, I've been through the spiritual awakening, so now I'm done. Right, and that's where it's just (laughs) beginning because doing our work of going through not our entire life as a whole, but all these individual different sectors. What are my concepts on money? What are my concepts and constructs within my mind on health? As we go through each one of those, we are going through that map of consciousness coming up higher and higher and higher. But the spiritual awakening in and of itself doesn't get you to that higher level of consciousness. It's doing your work along the way. Oh, absolutely. I mean,
1: I would say you relate that that spiritual awakening is you started a spark, right? You started a flame, and it's just the beginning, as you said, Julie. We are meant to grow that spark into a roaring fire, and then honestly, a raging bonfire. And it's waking you up to more about, you know, like I, I just really want to emphasize like the work is just beginning, right? It's certainly not over. And you know, what you're just saying with, you know, holding the vibration for others, as you move up in consciousness, you you have such clear vision. There, you know, I, it's, I, I can see people's futures. I'll give you two quick examples. A client who has been, you know, working with, with me for a while, and then uh, she was diagnosed with honestly a stage 4 cancer and understandably you know some of her first reactions were fear and overwhelm and oh my god and i went into a meditation and i literally asked to to see her future and remember if you will her future for her and god literally literally presented me that she she will be fully healed she's she will be in perfect health she will you know she's in her 60s but she will live beyond into her 90s and that vision like it was so clear it was like he gave me that vision for her and i was able to speak that into her life and to speak that faith if you will into her and it has been that vision that you know, she's gone on to tell me that, you know, it's been the difference that makes the difference. And through the months, I've been able to transfer that to her so she can believe it for herself. And we had to move through her fears. We had to move through her, you know, scared to open her heart to really believe it because most people are so scared to be disappointed or scared to fail. Right. And what does that mean you know and her family was so scared and so worried and it just seems like so natural to be in this fear and worry energy and it was like no there's no benefit and now she's living from the vision and we are called to do that to hold the space for other people I have a completely different person where they their marriage is very challenged and the wife is kind of one foot out the door and using the D word the divorce word and I, I did the same thing I you know, I I asked to to see their future, and I I've gotten where I can so tune in that it, it's not kind of like my made up thing. Like God literally will give me, you know, someone's vision for their future that the remembering their future, and I saw it. I saw that they were going to make it, and that they were going to be better than ever. And you know, short term it, it does look a little messy, and that's okay. But to, to especially you know, and I've spoken that over both of them. The male, the the husband, you know, is the one right now that's received it more, but. I'm standing in that that victory. I'm holding that vision for them and speaking that and unshakable, <laughs> you know, and, and that's really what faith is. You know, most people I don't believe really know what faith is. And think of it this way. Faith, it's a mental attitude. And it's so convinced of the idea of the vision, right? In this case, perfect health for the woman who has cancer or a restored marriage for the marriage that doesn't look very good. It's so convinced of the vision. It's so completely accepts it. That any contradiction is unthinkable and honestly impossible. Like no one can tell me that, Oh, this woman with cancer won't be healed. Like I know it. I speak it. I command it. I see it. Same thing with this relationship, right? I, like I, I see the end result. And when you're unmovable, when you're unshakable, that is the power that moves mountains. And I can do that with, with, with any scenario in my life. Like you, you sense and you get and you're given, if you will, the, your future, like you remember your future. And that that's what makes you so solid. And the power to have that much faith is, you know, it goes on to say the, the power of a little mustard seed of faith can move mountains. And it really is that powerful when we can live that faith-filled energy and and hold that space for others. And you want to grow that spark, if you will, that spiritual awakening until it is so strong inside of you that you don't have to speak a word. People, people feel it from you is what I would encourage people to to grow into and enjoy the, the journey because it's a journey.
0: Yeah, it, it so is. I love that. I love that we talk a lot about holding that high vibration and uh, getting into that high vibration and just really radiating it, being it. Friends, if you feel called to work with me, do it. In March, we've got the Angel Reiki School on March 7th and 8th in Naperville, Illinois. Here you'll become a certified Reiki master teacher and learn how to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Also, March 2nd through 20th is our live e-course called Releasing Negative Thoughts and Training the Egoic Mind. It's all about how the ego tries to sabotage you, but when you're aware of this, you can stop it so that your egoic mind doesn't block your progress or your soul's path. Taking this course will also help you hear your intuition more. Book this e-course, our previous How to Talk to Angels e-course, or our Manifestation e-course all on my website. Also, you can always book a one-on-one session with me for some healing and loving messages from your spirit team. Friends, when you book one or more of these services, it funds this podcast. Thank you so much for your support and keeping this show going. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast to hear all about the freebies we offer as well. So let me talk to you about this. When it comes to, I know, cause I've got, I can just see it. A lot of people who are listening right now in the future are like, okay, let's dive into this money piece. Let's go yeah. through the constructs of our mind that are holding us back because this is where I get probably more than any other area, relationships, health, mm-hmm. um, children, money, it's probably first and foremost when, where people are like help me work through this. So what are the top tools that you use to help people work through those fear constructs within their minds?
1: Sure. And the easiest way to relate to this is to, to tell you a story of complete victory with money. Um, th- this happened back in 2002. So go back 18 plus years ago, was, had opened up to spiritual principles, was all about playing big, playing big in the world, and was working on a project that should have yielded us millions. And bottom line, Julie, it failed, and it failed in a miserable way. And it sent—I um, was engaged to be married. Uh, my fiance and I, eight hundred and fifty-eight thousand dollars in debt, and I'm not exaggerating one penny. I mean, it was—it was a big number. It was much bigger than I was back then. And I had left my corporate job, and I had had some money in the bank, and my fiance had left his corporate job. And when this thing failed we blew through hundreds of thousands of dollars and months and months after this failed business 2 months before our wedding <laughs> on top of it we found ourselves like beyond broke like bill collectors calling broke like we didn't have money to pay for anything i would go to the grocery store for a week with like $25 for two of us and you know we were living off of ramen noodles and canned food so like i mean broke at a level of broke i it was terrible. But here's the turnaround. And here's what every single person could have access to. I spent about nine miserable months stressed out, not sleeping, no exaggeration, pulling out chunks of my hair because I was so stressed that I couldn't figure out, which is where most people get trapped. I couldn't figure out the solution. Right? Like, I couldn't see my way out of it. But here's that first tool. Here is what we all have access to. And it's the vision, it's the faith. It was allowing myself to move beyond what is because my current situation was disastrous. You know, I couldn't base anything off my history because I. Had never made personally at that point in my life more than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So my best-laid plan was, go get a corporate job, maybe work one hundred and fifty thousand after taxes. Maybe I could clear, you know, a good one hundred, and you know, take the next eight or nine years to pay this off. I hated that, and we'd live off my husband's, you know, income. I hated that idea. I hated that plan. Right? I didn't have a heart to put my heart into that, or you know, there was no desire to put my heart into that. But here's what happened. I finally met somebody and. I I didn't understand vibrations and I didn't understand levels of consciousness at that point in the game. And it was every time you worry, Michelle, every time you stress out, you're focusing on the how you are part of the problem. You've got to get yourself and here's the solution. Here's step number one. You've got to get yourself feeling wealthy, rich, prosperous, abundant. And you know what my brain said? How am I supposed to feel wealthy, rich, prosperous, abundant? And I'm $858,000 in debt. I can't even pay my bills. Like, no right person in their sound mind can feel wealthy, you know, feel rich, prosperous, abundant. And he's like, "It doesn't matter. The universe doesn't know the difference between what's vividly imagined and what is real. And you've got to start finding ways to feel wealthy. And you know, you, you might as well told me I had to get to the moon because I didn't know how to feel wealthy, but little by little, and through some help and guidance and prayer and meditation, it was, be grateful for what you have. And I go to my wallet. I don't even have $2 in my wallet. I go to get you know, a couple dollars out. I don't even have it, but I have some change. So I got a couple pennies, a nickel, a dime, a quarter, and I started putting change in my hand and holding it, and I'm so grateful. And you know what my brain said? For what? A couple pennies, a nickel, dime, a quarter? Like, and I wanted to dismiss it, but I knew enough that I had to start finding gratitude, and I had to start finding you know, that I am wealthy. And I was finding appreciation for the smallest things. And through the days, and I stayed with this every single day and each week. And somewhere, I don't know, within a week or two, I realized, like, oh my gosh, Michelle, start adding some zeros. So I'm holding, you know, pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters. But even if you take a penny and you start adding two, three, four, five, Six, seven, eight, nine zeros. That one penny adds up to be quite a bit. And I energetically was holding that penny like it was $10,000 and then $100,000 and then like a million. I can feel pretty grateful for a million right now. And like a million would get me totally out of debt, right? And on my way. And I just kept owning that. I had millions and that this was temporary. And I did that. And here's what happened. Within a few days, I got a $2 rebate check in the mail and I was, I celebrated that. And then a week or two later, I found a $5 bill. And I was like, okay, but, You know, money's coming in. And of course, my brain's like, it's $5. What is that going to do for you, right? But I'm like, no. Energetically, I'm grateful. More money is showing up. We had no money, honestly, Julie, coming in at that point. So I mean, it was literally finding money. And then I found two $20 bills. I found $40. And I was like, okay, like something is moving here, right? And then no exaggeration, it was like another week or two later. And I literally found a $100 bill. And I mean, I almost jumped out of my skin that day. I was like, woohoo! Oh my God! <laughs> like something is moving. And now I'm like, I, was, I took that $100 bill and every single day I'm like, God, add two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine plus zeros to this hundred dollar bill. And that really was adding up. And I was holding that and I was feeling so grateful and so abundant and so rich. And here's what I want to emphasize. My outer world was still disastrous. We had bill collectors calling, right? Nothing other than really finding this additional money and Meditating on how rich, wealthy, prosperous, and abundant I am was had really changed and months were going by. And this is where people lose faith, right? This is where people are like, oh, did it for a week or two, nothing changed, found it, you know, found five dollars, big whoop-de-doo. Like that's not gonna make it. No, you gotta keep going, right? You're taking this spark and you're growing it and you're growing it. And I just stayed with it. And it was about four and a half months, and I literally like I knew. I knew something great was gonna happen. I knew that this was temporary. I knew that this eight hundred and fifty eight thousand dollar debt that I was literally claiming was killing me and ruining my relationship was the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me. And I realized like God was training me to like not get so hooked in outer world circumstances and it's an internal game and my internal game was healthy and wealthy and prosperous and rich and abundant and happy and filled with love and I had completely internally changed what I was thinking and who I was being. And do you know, it was only days later that it was so crazy, unlogical. And that's why you cannot get stuck at the level of 400 on the map of consciousness, that level of reason, because it was completely illogical. It made no rational sense, but we attracted an investor who came in, bought our business. We sold everything off for a dollar and then they took over all the debt. And overnight, basically, my husband and I were you know, out of debt. And that year we went on to make over $400,000 and we literally stepped into the visions that I was seeing for myself, seeing for us, believing for it. And that is the power of faith. You can take any scenario. It could look so crazy, upside down, messy, and you're just like, nope. I'm not getting caught up in this, which is what the majority of people don't do. They get so caught up in it. They freak out. They talk about the problem. They analyze the problem. They, you know, or they numb themselves. They want to go drinking or they want to, you know, take drugs or run away from the problem. No, like you've got to just welcome it all. Like it's here to bless you. And it's like, What is that vision beyond it? What is that idea that you're wanting to conceive? And you got to wrap your mind around that in such a way that you get so fully connected to what it is that you want to create with all of your senses, with all of your beingness of it, that the universe picks up on your vibration and starts bringing that solution to be. And you just got to have faith because sometimes it's not always within an hour or two. It could take days or weeks or months. But here's what I'll say to encourage you all. I've never seen something not start to sh- shift and make progress within weeks or months, right? Like y- things will really start to shift. But like one last example, you know, my husband's working on a very large, huge, multi-million dollar, $43 million project right now. And he's in his seventh year. And, you know, some people can say like seven years, but I'm like, he's he's manifesting, you know, something bigger than most people, right? It's But it's coming together, right? And you know, this is the year. It's completely looking like it will solidify in this big. You know, it's a golf entertainment project. Um, You know, will solidify and close. But man, he's playing with some industry leaders. And we have met people who are man. They're just playing big in the world. And how we started to manifest projects like this is, you know, when we knew no one. I mean, both my husband and I came out of corporate America, where you know it was like woohoo, you know, just barely making. you know, I, I mean, I was making like sixty five thousand dollars a year in corporate America, and you know, he he had he was making over a hundred thousand. But you know, how do we do that to, to to go on and play in millions? You do it from. The vision. The tools are. You got to know where you're going. You got to be able to conceive of a vision. You've got to be able to have, you know, faith that that vision has been put in your heart and stamped yes, and you speak towards that. And then you really got to make sure that you're not speaking against it or thinking against it or feeling like oh you're not good enough or inferior or, or this will never happen. We got to clean up all those stories and disbeliefs on the inside of you. So when you you claim it, you feel it, just like how I finally claimed, I am rich, I am wealthy, I am abundant, I'm prosperous with $858,000. The outer world still reflected it, but inside of me, I was wealthy, I was rich, I was abundant, I was prosperous. And it was just a matter of time. It was literally, we turned it around. It will happen for everyone. Your faith, your ability to touch your future, remember your future is the solution. And it's it's your way out of any problem or challenge you could ever, ever, ever have.
0: Mm, I love that. And I love the stories that you told. Thank you for sharing so much from your heart. You're so welcome. I have a couple more questions. My first question is when it comes to being triggered, sometimes there are people who are in our lives or who we just meet and we're triggered in a way where it's almost hard to get to thought at that point because the body is feeling so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you do with that? And then the other thing is for those who are kind of like your husband who are in that state of creation, I think it's so vitally important that we hold high vibration while creating, but a lot of people don't know how to shift gears between holding both at the same time. You know what I mean? So how do you create while staying in that beingness centered in the now and high vibration? Yeah. So
1: I'll I'll answer the first one where, you know, being triggered by someone else, something is bumping up against inside of you, right? And there's instead of just being reactive, you know, one of the, the lessons and, you know, the, the, there's daily practices I teach and certain lessons to go through, but one of them is pause before you react, right? You know, people are so kind of like knee jerk and reactionary where it's this pause of, okay, this person is triggering me. I'll give you an example. We, As I was saying, we were in Puerto Rico last week with a, a group of friends and one person really got triggered by another person and it was like oh my god this person's just being so rude and so inconsiderate and what was so great about that was of this group one person thought that and you know the 11 other people in the room didn't and it was like what's going on inside of you right like where are you getting this and it, when we really dove down into it it really didn't have much to do with the person you know that she was having a little fit about and ranting and raving. You're so rude, so inconsiderate. It had so much to do with she was feeling you know, in her marriage and in her home life, something that was going on with her husband and just he was being rude and he was being inconsiderate. And that was already in her vibration. That was already in her energy. So this little minor thing happens with somebody else and it's this, you're so rude. You're so... You know, inconsiderate, and it—it it really wasn't that. It was—it was already inside of her. There's an incredible expression that is: you don't see anything in anyone else unless it's already inside of you. So you've got to look at if you're being triggered by somebody else, like, what is it? What is it that you're holding on to? What is that story? You know, where is this coming from? And often, when we get really present, we realize they're the unresolved emotional hurts of our past. Right? People can go back and say. Oh my gosh, like, yep, yeah, that, that that's my mother all over again, right? Or, you know, yeah, I, I picked that one up from childhood and you realize, okay, let's not just keep perpetuating this story. Let's let's heal this feeling of, you know, in this case being rude or inconsiderate. And she she realized, you know what, this whole thing wasn't even a big deal. Right. And you can you can heal you and realize the whole world is not against you if you really get really connected to these love and joy and peace and Light and these higher vibrations, the whole world honestly is conspiring for you, right? It's not happening to you, it's happening for you that you can heal what's going on inside of you. And then, really, the second question where you're talking about, like, you know, like my husband, someone who's really going for something big and he's creating, and you got to be careful not to get into overwhelms or, you know, limited identities, right? Like, we had to heal a lot with my husband. He, you know, how to heal that he's worthy enough and that he's deserving of it. And I'll give you an example. We're seven years into this project, but I think it was about two, two and a half or so years into this project. We we were sitting at, you know, the the table to close on this huge deal, right? And, you know, this would have meant millions and, you know, this million, the project has grown, but back then it was still like a $20 million project. And you know it would have taken our family to a whole new level of status and success and wealth and this whole bit and it was looking so good and i don't know i guess it was a day or day and a half before the closing and my husband was having like an anxiety attack. Like he was just like, ah, 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 you know, can, I, can I do this? You know, and, oh, what makes me think I could do this? And, you know, it was like this whole crazy energy showed up because when you're taking yourself to a new level, there's a great expression. I kind of like it. It's like, hey, a whole new level, a whole new devil, if you will, can show up, right? And it was like his worthiness was really being challenged. And we worked through that and not only was he able to step into the worthiness and the deservingness he he was able to grow and expand and you know and here here's still the way it played out the deal didn't close but now he had this oh next time i will be ready right and it's it's amazing now because you know the deal is bigger it's it's even better than the other one was and it's just this like he's he's claiming it he's owning it there's every cell of his body is aligned to it and it's it's really beautiful to watch we can grow through any limitation we're meant to my language is play big be bold shine bright and live a life of miracles and you got to do the inner work you really do Because if you're bumping up against fears and doubts and worries and guilts and overwhelms, and that's constantly what's triggering you, you're not going to live a great life. You got to heal what's inside of you to free yourself, to open up, to live a life that you're really called to live.
0: I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much, Michelle. I know that there's so many people who are going to want to run over to your Instagram account, your website. Where should they go? Yeah. So a couple
1: different ways. Um, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Humphrey is my last name, H-U-M-P-H-R-E-Y, michellehumphrey.com is where you can find out a little bit more about me. There is a wealth assessment that you can fill out and really kind of help you to discern you know, your level of consciousness around your wealth. We do have a Facebook page. Um, I also run a podcast, Miracles and Millions, so you can go to Miracles and Millions on Facebook and find us there. And for some of you, I I just feel like you know, if you wanted to personally reach out to me, I'm just going to give you an easy email for me. It's it's a private email, but for some reason, I just muscle test and I feel called to it. So one last thing is Michelle M I C H E L L E at True T R U E world w o r l d global g l o b a l dot com Michelle at true world Global will get an email directly to me and you're more than happy to answer you know any question and just support you in this this journey of raising your levels of consciousness I can say on a final note there's no downside to it there's such a truth that the better you feel the better your life works you you change your vision you start to see things through eyes of love and there's no downside to that for you or for anyone else and you live a life that you really are called to live and it's it's a beautiful thing so yeah that, that's my mission on the planet is helping people to raise their levels of consciousness to live in love and above energies and happy to support you know you and any of your listeners thank you so much julie you are just a beautiful person and I can sense your heart and who you are and you're making such a gorgeous and great difference on this planet. And it's been a total pleasure to spend some time with you.
0: Oh, Michelle, same. I feel the same about you. Thank you so much for your time to be on the show today. You are so welcome. Wonderful. Beautiful souls. We have so many freebies to help serve you, your family, and friends. Want a weekly message from your angels emailed to you? Sign up on my website to receive a weekly message of love, hope, and healing from the angels. Do you have a prayer request? Go to the homepage of my website and submit your prayer request so that our team of prayer warriors can be praying for you daily. Want to learn more about the angels and energy healing? subscribe to my youtube channel called julie jancis to learn more about the angels energy healing techniques and so much more one of the biggest things we hear from our listeners is that they have no one to talk to about their spiritual awakening we created a private facebook group called the angels and awakening podcast tribe so that you could connect with others like you and know that you're not alone So be sure to join this group on Facebook to get the support you need. Want a free session? We plan to give away over 240 free sessions with students in the Angel School per year. To win a free session, subscribe and rate this podcast five stars. Then write a positive review and email us a screenshot. That way we know who to contact when you win. Want to share your uplifting angel story on the podcast? Because we love sharing them. Please write down your angel story and email it to us. Don't forget, be an angel and share this podcast with someone who needs it. See you back here next time for another episode of the Angels and Awakening podcast. Friends, before we go, I want you to take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. Again, deep breath, inhaling the pure white light and love of God, making you feel weightless and filled with joy. And I want you to exhale all of the heaviness that you've been carrying in your auric field, in your chakras, in your body. Friends, no matter where you are in your life, your angels need you to know that you are so, so loved. Never doubt that you have big, big purpose here and now. What is your soul here to do? My friends, your spirit team is always working with you. I want you to see and feel your heart chakra and your heart itself opening like French doors. I want you to see God and your spirit team sending you a multitude of blessings of abundance in health, wealth, happiness, love, and peace. See all of those unexpected blessings filling your heart right now. My friends, your soul is love, joy, peace, bliss, ease and grace. And because that's who and what you truly are, these elements can never leave you. They can never be taken away from you. And my friends, all you really ever have to do is just be. Be you and radiate the beautiful light that you are. So go forth today and be an angel in the lives of others. Radiate your love and live in the high vibration of simply being.